Welcome back to another episode of Community Conversations. This is a great episode as we have gotten past Labor Day weekend, head into the early fall. And coming up soon, we have Multicultural Festival, the Concord Multicultural Festival, which is on September 19th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at its new location at Keach Park, which is really exciting. And I really thought it would be great for us to talk more about the event and really promote it and encourage people uh, who live in Concord or in the surrounding area to attend. So we have a couple of the organizers of the event here. We have Jessica and we have Ghana and we have Cindy. Thank you to the three of you for joining me. I wish we could do it in person sometimes, but uh, virtually I think we figured this out as well. So it's nice to see you guys on a computer screen. Uh, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. If real quick, each one of you, maybe we'll start with Jessica, just introduce yourself real quick, maybe just your involvement with the festival and a little bit about yourself. Sure, so my name is Jessica Livingston. I have been the director of the Concord Multicultural Festival since 2013. Um, just kind of fell in my lap and it was the most amazing experience I've ever had. Completely changed the course of my career and, um, and to this day, it's just one of my favorite things ever to work on. Um, I have my own event planning business and I work for other nonprofits as a consultant and do a variety of things. But like I said, the festival is definitely my, my favorite. Um, and I'm so excited to have two co-chairs this year because they are amazing. Cindy and Ghana have both been with the festival in different capacities since I started. And um, I think it's amazing to have them and in the leadership positions this year and going forward as well. So Cindy, I'll pass it to you. Hi, my name is Cindy Cham. I am original from Colombia. I've been in here in United States, basically based on here in Concord 17 years ago. Um, I've been involved to the multicultural since 2016, I believe, like a six year, something like that. As a Zoom instructor, I came to uh, actually Frankie at that time where he was a DJ, if I'd be able to do my uh, Zumba dance there and they say yes. So after that, I noticed that I was creating a, a multicultural dance pro, uh, too, so I, reach out the next year that if I'd be able to do my multicultural dance, it was a cumbia uh, representing my country, Colombia, and my city, Barranquilla. Since that, I um, went to school for uh, event planner, uh, NSTI graduate in that, and I reached out to Jessica about if I can be uh, one of her wing girl basically uh, to able to uh, volunteer myself at the multiculturals since that i've been uh, the coordinator of the artist because i'm a myself a multicultural dancer too so i thought it was a great fit that jessica allowed me to do that too so since uh, i have the grand honor to she um asked me to be her co-chair this year so yeah, I'm very happy and very involved. I've been a Zoom instructor and well, almost, next year will be my 10th year. And so it's, it's, a, it's very blessed to be part of this uh, grand event. Awesome, great. Ghana, if we could learn a little bit more about you. My name is Ghana Sharma. I'm originally from Bhutan, the land of Thunder Dragon, which is in South Asia. 
I came here in 2009 and um, uh, I started involving with uh, so many things, doing too many things, but the primary thing is that I, um, I got some sort of intention to involve with the community. And first time in 2011, uh, I was one of the organizer in Refugee Day uh, event in Concord and I organized that and I helped the people and something and uh, following year we did the same thing and from 2013 we started um, um, I started working with uh, Jessica who is very amazing and somebody recommended that probably I forgot who did that thank you for doing that uh, recommending me uh, and I work uh, in Concord School District. This is my 13th year probably. And uh, uh, my role here is to uh, uh, stay connected with the community and uh, outreach and introduce each other and bring some, some sort of um, uh, innovative thing in the community uh, by some sort of involvement in such kind of big event so that we stay connected to each other and uh, it will be fine. Well, perfect. Thank you again to the three of you for uh, your expertise, your years of volunteerism uh, and for, for putting all this together. Now, Jessica, um, if we could back up a little bit and sort of for anyone who may not be familiar, Tell us a little bit more about the festival, maybe how it began, and just in a maybe a brief summary of sort of the mission statement or the overall goal of this event. Sure. So the festival started way before I started organizing it. It started in the mid 2000s and it was it was a product uh, or it was a result of community conversations that were happening. Um, at the time, it was the early 2000s, there were a lot of refugees being resettled in Concord and Concord being a mostly, very mostly white state, um, or sorry, city, um, it, was, it was very new. And um, so there was a group called the Task Force Against Racism and Intolerance, and they coordinated these community conversation circles to talk about how they can address the changing face of Concord, how they can um, welcome the new neighbors and be helpful to them, as well as introduce them to the broader community to kind of alleviate some of that intolerance and racism that is potential to happen. Um, so sorry about that. Um, so they, out of the community circles, they decided that a big civic event was a, was a really positive thing in Concord, and they decided to organize this festival and share the foods and cultures of the new Americans. Um, so when I started doing it in 2013, um, the previous organizers had wanted to step back. We all know that volunteering can, you can get burnt out from volunteering. So I get that. Um, so they weren't going to continue organizing it anymore. And I was in the right place at the right time and ended up taking, taking it over. Um, and now, it over the over it's been like eight years is that the right math yeah so over the years we've been trying to really grow it um to be not just like the grassroots event but um to really 
celebrate all of the cultures here in our community, not just um, the new American cultures. We feel like, you know, we all come from somewhere. We all have a heritage. We all have, um, we all have a history in our family. We'd be proud of that and stay connected to our roots as, you know, even though we all live here together in the U.S. Um, so our mission is about creating a welcoming community for everybody, whether you're new to the country or whether you've lived here your whole life. Um, and just creating that welcoming community through arts, food, music, um, and all of that fun stuff, because really like that, that's all universal, you know, it brings people together, especially the food. So, so now we have, um, we do, we celebrate all cultures and we have a flag parade that has every year we add more flags to it based on who's in our community. And we have almost 70 flags from 70 different countries and they're all representative of the <clears throat> communities here. So that'll just, that tells you right there how diverse we are. Yeah, the flag parade looks really, really impressive. I know in the past kind of coming up to the State House Plaza and now over uh, uh, at your new location, uh, which again is over at Keach Park, right? Park. That's going to look so impressive with the, with the flag parade coming in. Um, and that just to, to make sure, so that starts at 11 a.m., the, the flag parade does. Yep, we'll kick off right at 11 a.m. and we have the flag parade and then we'll go into some opening ceremonies and then it's just a packed full schedule of performers. So yeah, and Cindy can talk all about the performances and, and dancing and music. Well, I think, and so that's kind of, that would be a, a, maybe a natural segue is to kind of talk about um, some of the entertainments and, and something like that. So Cindy, maybe tell us a little bit more um, about the entertainment, uh, like the performances. What are some of the things that we might see at this year's festival? Well, this year we have actually something different that I thought was very important to our community is involve the kids. That's uh, our new uh, basically phases in this amazing uh, community. Um, so we are gonna do the um, flat parade. And then after that, we're gonna do uh, the um, new American here. Uh, they're gonna open ceremony, talk about what it's all about the country they are living in, involving our permitting out, uh, outside like we are uh, to be involved in the community as well. So, so they will be talking about what is for them as being here in their own land. So it's gonna be, uh, they're gonna be singing, talking about it. And then a national anthem, there will be uh, one African um, close to our heart that she's gonna sing in the, um, the national anthem. And then it's gonna be the kids uh, will be uh, the open ceremony for kids too. Um, we call it This Is Us um, because I feel that kids is the future of the community and then they can embrace the, uh, the culture and different diversity we have in here. And then uh, we're gonna have um, tango uh, from Argentina. We're gonna have some Africans uh, two uh, different type of drummers. They are very amazing. We're gonna have uh, we're gonna have uh, Cuban uh, and Indonesian. We're gonna have Nepalese, Mexican, uh, Iran, 
we're gonna have uh, mascara as well. So and a more uh, more variety of uh, music uh, singing, Colombian singing. Uh, we're gonna have um, branding drummer which is there from Africa. Uh, we're gonna have me <laughs> as a Barranquilla flavor with Colombian uh, dancer. Uh, we're gonna have, oh my God, um, Bella Vita there, um, some Cuban salsa type, some flowers uh, uh, function too. They are a combination of um, Cuban um, literary, and then we're gonna, they have a little bit of South America as well into their uh, mix. We're gonna have this year collaboration too. I will collaborate with the salsa and uh, we're gonna have two, um, like uh, Africa and Colombian together this year because we're gonna do the Maple and one of the, uh, Jen, she's uh, one of the dancers, they're gonna uh, represent Africa. She's gonna dance with me with the uh, Aquaba drummers. It will be amazing function in between us. Um, well, we're gonna have, we're gonna have uh, Teo He's is a very amazing singer. This is all about embracing culture for him too. So uh, Mo, he's an amazing artist. He have he's like a all in one package. He's an artist. He's a singer. He's a uh, like creator. He created a clothing. He's tell his story about journey of and living in Concord, the beauty way. So it will be amazing the way he's going to involve everything that he does in one performer for 20 minutes. It's not amazing, very incredible. So yeah, it's, it's one thing to another. Like we, you're never going to get bored, like a open ceremony and then a performing and then singing and then another dancer and then perform it again. So it's like a, these festival is honor everything that happened 2020 basically so we lost a lot of life that you know uh, for COVID-19 so uh, this is us it's like a more like honor everybody to know that we are here and then we celebrate life again and with this festival so we're trying to make it the festival more special than ever to uh, give a little happiness uh, and those hard the being uh, family are not here longer anymore, you know. So I feel this is different the other year that we'll be trying to do make it a more cohesive uh, year than anything else. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said I mean the word happiness right there. Live music uh, is definitely something people. We all, no matter where we come from, we all can relate to music and then celebrate the differences and the similarities between different cultures. But I know a lot of people who have not heard live music in a long time, who don't want to go to indoor concert venues. This is a nice open air way that you can go and listen to different music and it's completely free to attend. So I think uh, that's going to bring a lot of happiness to people. And I'm glad you used that word because that's uh, that's the, the emotion that I'm feeling, just thinking about um, when I've attended the event in previous years, um, the Burundi drummers and some of the different performers, you just can't help 
but feel happy about it. Now, so those are the performances. Now, Jessica, there are some activities also going on. Is that right uh, throughout the day? So we usually have the, we have a lot of vendors who will come and they're mostly nonprofit organizations who want to um, you know, share their mission, but also, you know, our mission as well. So they'll bring different activities like coloring pages and different things that you can do, crafts and stuff that the kids can do at their tables. Um, and then I'm really excited to partner with Project Story this time. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's this group of kids. Um, most of them are, are new American kids and they mostly do, um, they organize their own sports leagues and, and do, um, they're at Peach Park like every day playing basketball and soccer and everything. And they also make art and it's a really amazing little community group of kids. And it's so important to, to, keep, the, to keep kids that age engaged because of you know different societal things, but um, they're so excited to participate and they got to dictate like what they wanna do. So they're coordinating pickup soccer and basketball games and they'll have a they'll have a booth where they're selling some of their like handmade artwork and stuff. So it's one extra activity that we haven't done before is having that any kids can join in and play. Um, and so it'll be, you know, there will be the sports and then there will be um, different activities at the different booths. And then Donna's wife is actually going to demonstrate um, how to wrap a sari and I'm not going to try to explain that because it's not my culture but um, that's another activity that we'll have too. Awesome and so these um so the event itself you can you can join for free you can come in the, into the park listen to the music partake in activities um we are going to talk about the food in a little bit just wanted to, to mention I believe the food those are you purchase food whatever you want to purchase at the different food vendors. Is that right? Just to make sure people understand that. Yep. And some of the crafts vendors will be selling their, their artwork and their jewelry and things like that. Um, but yeah. for the most part, it's free to attend and enjoy unless you want to purchase them. Yeah. With activities and events and, and live music. So Ghana, let's pull you back in and um, just get your thoughts um, on, you know, from your perspective, what's one of your favorite parts about uh, the multicultural festival, something that you look forward to? A very important thing is that um, uh, all new Americans, especially, they feel like they're home when they attend the festival. Their uh, faces and uh, their, uh, their way of um, acting on that day will be completely different there in my experience that they feel exactly like their home because everything is possible that day. Uh, like um, different kind of ethnic food from different part of the world. And they see different amazing people, people they may know or do, they do not know. They, uh, they get together and they feel like uh, exactly they are in their country, like with the flags, parades and everything, bring together, big crowd. And there are so many things. Uh, so this is one of amazing and most primary thing is the food that people experience. And uh, that's one of the most important thing that people go there to taste a different recipe from different part of the world. 
and see different cultural perspective and different um, cultural demonstration. Uh, and especially the, uh, that day will be the small world in Concord Multicultural Festival I, uh, I have seen so far. Uh, on that day, um, past experience that I have, uh, the friends or fellow, those who to whom I haven't seen ever whole year, I see, uh, I uh, we shake our hand each other that day. I saw two or three people like that, even though they are friends from New Hampshire. Right, right. So, I mean, food, naturally food, we're going to keep coming back to because that is one of the mm. draws to the event. We all enjoy eating it. Mm. And it's another thing, just like dancing or music, it's something that brings us together um, with shared experiences. So Jessica, what are maybe a few examples of some of the food vendors, some of the, the, the different uh, food that we can enjoy at the Multicultural Festival? Yeah, there are um, some, we've got some good ones. Um, so we do a mix of commercial food vendors. So like restaurants, food trucks, um, businesses that are already established and then we offer the opportunity to every day to people just in our community to cook for that day. And we get a temporary food license so that they can do that. And we work with the chefs at New Hampshire Food Bank. For those of you who don't know, New Hampshire Food Bank has this gorgeous state of the art commercial kitchen down in Manchester. And they've been such an amazing resource for us. Um, so they're able to, there's a huge production of food on the day before the festival. So we have like, 15 vendors down there in this in this huge kitchen just like all cranking out their food and um the chefs love it um they love participating and helping and we have volunteers who will help too so um i just want to give them a really big shout out because we definitely could not do the food production <laughs> without them um so we have this year we have hot mess poutine i don't think i'm saying that correctly poutine um, which is the French fries with gravy and cheese curds. And um, the owner of that food truck is actually from Quebec. So it's really, you know, it's amazing to have an immigrant owned business selling her, you know, her authentic food. Um, we also have the Cannoli Stop, which is in Concord. They have, I believe they have a food truck too. Cafe Mustard Seed, they um, are from South India and they have really, really yummy Indian food. Um, some of it's spicy, but <laughs> it's really good. Um, and then for the for the non-commercial food vendors, we have, of course, Batulo. Batulo is everybody's favorite. Um, she makes the Somali meat pies, um, and she's you know everybody looks for her at the festival because she's her stuff is just so good. And um, so she'll be back this year. And then we have um, an Indonesian group who's doing a lot of really good looking food. And um, we'll have some Mexican tamales. And, and then we have all the Nepali food vendors yes. um, that, we always, that we always have, which are always so good. Um, and Momo's from Kathmandu, can't forget yeah. that. But I'll let Ghana talk a little more about the Nepali food vendors, if you want. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kathmandu has been serving Momo since 2013 itself, and Momo is a dumpling uh, that is very familiar everywhere, uh, possibly around the globe, We uh, everywhere uh, we have found out online and everywhere uh, people say that Momo's 
And uh, this will be served this year by Kathmandu. And uh, this is continuous since so many years ago. Uh, they are very amazing and they have a restaurant. And another one is Chomin, the fried noodle. Fried noodle with uh, salad around and some cilantro and pieces of onion and then some sauces, which is very delicious. And another one is um, samosa, um, a wrapper, a wrapper and the uh, delicious curry uh, made out of chickpeas, uh, um, potatoes, and so many other spice with cilantro and uh, that uh, small ball will be wrapped in the wrapper to make triangular shape and fried in the edible oil and which is very delicious. Another one is a rice dal curry. This is traditional Nepali food, rice, dal and curry. This is, and pickle too. Uh, this is traditional Nepali food uh, uh, since we know and most of Indian Nepali Bhutanese people, uh, they eat rice. This is also one of the recipe in our festival, which is amazing. Another one is donut, Nepali donut. Exactly, exactly like the donut, but little bit small difference because the shape is a little um, uh, smaller, skinny, and a uh, little bit uh, sweet because of sugar in it. And this also should be fried in edible oil. Another one is chaat party, one of the fast food uh, everywhere. It's like a vendor's food. Uh, in other countries, they sell this food in the street in a small uh, cafe-like, and uh, it's the spicy. Uh, puff rice uh, and other um, uh, like pieces of onion and some uh, cilantro are the ingredients on this one. Uh, this is, uh, and paper. Paper is one of the things that is used there. It's a little hot. And another one is um, dam. Uh, most of last year, that those food were gone after one hour or so. And what should be done this year? I don't know what the chef will talk about and uh, what recommendation it will be. But dam is one of the most favorite for everybody. Like, just boiled potato, fried in the oil, and cooked in a low temperature uh, to make that potato so soft with the various kind of spice. And then uh, that is one of the recipe. And another one is biryani, kind of fried rice, yellowish in color. They are, uh, they are of various kinds like chicken biryani, vegetable biryani, so many things. And this is also one of the primary, uh, especially kids, they love this biryani. And pani puri is another fast food that very small ports like something else. They put um, some um, sauce and enjoy. And there are several kinds. There are altogether eight Nepali food vendors this year. They, they, are potential, they were potential food vendors since we started. And still the vendors are changed, but the recipes are same. You know, I made the mistake of recording this uh, before dinner time. So that's, uh, uh, everything sounds amazing. I've, I've gotten food at, at the Multicultural Fest over the years and it's, I mean, it really is one of the, uh, all things combined, the food, the entertainment, one of the cornerstone events in Concord. I'm so glad it's coming back. Now, 
Before we wrap things up real quick, just wanted to maybe give each one of you a, a chance. We have a couple minutes left here. So maybe starting with Cindy, maybe just, you know, give us in a couple sentences why people should come check out the Multicultural Festival, which again, as a reminder to our audience, uh, is Sunday, September 19th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. at Keach Park. So starting with Cindy, give us sort of your pitch in a couple sentences why people should go. I feel that people should go to this festival because we actually, Keach Park at the center <laughs> of the multicultural because Keach Park is around it all the different diversity that Jessica was talking about, the 70 culture in one small place. That's what she did, celebrated them, celebrated the community, celebrating what we have and celebrate happiness, they were I told you earlier. And they forgot for a second where we live in 2020. That's what we see people should come. Okay. Uh, Ghana, how about you? Yeah, people should go to Concord Multicultural Festival uh, at that venue, Keats Park, to see the world, to see around the world in at least four hours. They should go there for that. Second thing to uh, test the food around the world within four hours. Similarly, see the culture and their origin and whatever. Um, uh, and uh, language and the country's representation within four hours. Very short times, but people get knowledge of everything within four hours. That's why the people should go there. Awesome. Jessica, what about you? Um, that's not fair to just give me a couple sentences. <laughs> but, <laughs> I know. Um, it's just, you know, it's always been such an amazing event. Um, like I said, the first time I organized it, um, you can read my welcome on the website where I tell the story, but it was basically like, I had no idea what to expect. And the day of the event, um, you know, I was worried about like, do we have enough tables? Is the DJ going to show up? Like all of those event logistics. And a little bit after it started, I just kind of stopped and like looked around and everybody was there and I don't think everybody would have cared if we were missing a table or a sign or something like they were there because they want to celebrate they want to support the community they just want to come together and and just enjoy this event it's an event that has become even more important over the last several years with all of the you know the divisiveness that's happened um, this is an event where there it's completely nonpartisan. there are no politics we come together over, you know, food and music is not Democratic or Republican. It is just universal and it's happiness, like Cindy said. And it's just, it's what we all need, no matter where you come from, no matter your background. Um, we just need this day of happiness and to celebrate with music and food and each other and to, you know, meet our neighbors and just be together. It's it's a really important community event. So important. It's to even, we can't overstate at all how important it is, especially this year, like you said. Now, last thing, Jessica, real quick before we wrap up, um, where can people find out more information about the event in general? Yes. So we are on, we have a website, ConcordNHMulticulturalFestival.org. 
Um, we are on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Um, we will have a Snapchat filter that day. So if you're taking snaps, you can look for our filter. Um, we use the hashtag diversity in the 603 and hashtag this is us. Um, so really you just Google Concord Multicultural Festival and we'll come up everywhere. So all of the details are there. We keep updating the, all of the vendors and participants. We'll have all the like parking and logistical information. We also have merchandise and um, we have VIP passes that you can purchase. We have t-shirts, water bottles. We have a behind the scenes chef tour if you're a foodie. Got all kinds of stuff. So just check out the website and our social media for all of that. Awesome, you have it all covered. Um, and just based on the website, uh, as of this recording, we're 11 days, 16 hours, 16 minutes, and 46 seconds away from the event. So I like the countdown timer. That's fun. Um, a little bit of stress every time, but it's okay. <laughs> oh, did I did I say 11 days? I meant 21 days. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like you said, people, you know, some of the little details, which they are important, but people care more about that. It's just happening and that it'll be there. So no stress, don't stress about it. it it'll be a great time. Um, so with that, I'd like to thank my guests for, for joining us to talk about the Concord Multicultural Festival, which again, as a reminder, Sunday, September 19th, 11 a.m., 4 p.m. at Keach Park. So thank you guys for joining us to talk about this. Concord TV, of course, will be there to record it, but people will find out better if they go themselves, uh, To but Concord TV will be there recording some of the action and, and the fun as well. So we'll see you there. And I'd like to thank our audience for tuning in, whether it be on YouTube, Concord TV channel 22, or listening on the podcast. Uh, either way, thank you. Uh, and let us know what other type of videos you'd like to see from us. Until next time, thanks for watching.